Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, October 12, 2022. Stand up for your country. Always remember a truism. People believe what they want to believe. In almost every aspect of life, that is true. It's true for me. You know, I was going over the uh, political polling today and some of the races, you know, where I want one person to win and the polling goes against that person, I don't want to believe the poll. Now, I don't know whether the poll is true or not, but I don't want to believe it. I'm looking at, ah, I don't know about this poll. And it's only because of personal preference. So people believe what they want to believe. But there comes a time when the belief system has to be put aside and facts have to be considered. Real truth, things that are happening before our eyes. And the U.S. economy is one of those things that is the subject of the Talking Points memo this evening. So today we find out that the Producer Price Index, PPI, has risen more than expected for September. Now, as soon as I say that glaze goes over your eyes, I know I took economics classes. It is stupefying. But what the producer price index is, is the cost to American businesses for their products, their stuff, what they market. And it's up in September 0.4%. So that means that you and me are going to pay more between now and Christmas at least for everything. Because the companies just don't say, oh, well, we got to pay more, but we're going to keep our prices low. No. I had a big argument today with a guy who charged me a lot more for a service than last year, and the service was essentially the same. And he's going, well, you know, everything is up. And I'm going, wait a, wait a minute. You're not paying more for anything. What are you passing it on to me? He can pass it on to me. That's why he's doing it. So anyway, um, the producer... Price index is up 8.5%. And when you add what I call the VIG, <laughs> the VIG is what you pay gamblers 
when you lay a bet with them and you lose. They, they tack on some money called a VIG. Well, the businesses do the same thing. So if they have to raise their prices a certain amount, they raise them a little bit more so they can get more money, make more profits. It's just the way it happens. So I'm putting inflation between 10 and 12 percent in this country right now for working Americans. And oil prices are going up. Gas will go up again. You know that. Um, if you have to travel over Christmas and Thanksgiving, oh, you're going to get hammered so badly. Uh, if you can drive, drive, because you're going to get killed uh, in the airports. I'm not, I'm not flying. Um, anyway, so this is all because of Joe Biden. And, and I'm sorry. I mean, if your liberal friends won't believe it, again, it's what they want to believe. But that's a fact. Two years ago, just two years ago, America had the most vibrant economy on earth. I've said that before. I'm sorry to be repetitive, but it's the truth. And now we're tottering on the abyss. And what does the president have to say about it? Go. Should the American people prepare for a recession? No. Look, they've been saying this now how every, every six months they say this. Every six months they look down the next six months and see what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't, there, there, has, there is no, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a recession. I don't think there will be a recession. I don't know what he's talking about, but I got the last sentence. I don't think there will be a recession. Why? Because he doesn't want to believe there will be. Not based on anything, because if it were, he would have cited the International Monetary Fund, IMF. It's an agency of the United Nations that tracks world economies. And Jake Tapper, uh, uh, so old Jake should have had this, but he doesn't have it. I have it. International Monetary Fund says that global growth will decline to 2.7% next year, 23. Okay? So it was running steady this year at 3.2. In 2021, just last year, you know what it was? 6% global economic growth. Now it's down at 2.7, says the IMF. Now who's going to get hurt? We'll get hurt, but not like China. China get hurt the most because it's an export economy. China gets money by shipping products it makes in its sweatshops all over the world. Well, people are not going to buy it. No, China, like this. Okay, just keep that in mind. But Biden, he doesn't know what the IMF is. He said, no. I mean, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. This whole thing will go down in history as one of the most absurd administrations ever to be elected. And I know some of you say, well, they weren't elected, but they were elected. They are in the Oval Office. So here's a shred of good news for seniors. Um, Social Security, the cost of living hike is going up 8.7%. It will kick in. Uh, It was announced. Um, It will be announced tomorrow. I got this ahead of time. So 8.7% rise, and you will see it next year. Okay? I think it uh, goes into effect with December benefits. So you'll get a one year, one month this year. So that's good. Because senior citizens, many of them are in fixed income. They can't earn more money by taking a second job, as many Americans are. 
many working Americans are. You don't have a lot of options. So this is only right. And again, it's Biden's doing it. So inflation under Trump ran 1.3 percent. <laughs> now it's between 10 and 12. And yet there'll be people going to the polls on November 8th. Go, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for the Democrats. Unblanking believable. All right, so uh, the president going to Colorado. Uh, this is a campaign stop disguised. I love this. It's disguised as something else. So he goes to Vail, okay, and he delivers remarks on protecting America's iconic outdoor spaces. And who's standing next to him but Senator Michael Bennett running for re-election. Uh, and he may not win. I think he will, but he may not. So instead of uh, campaigning for him, Biden says, no, I'll come out and talk about iconic public spaces. <laughs> but this is just because Colorado is now a blue state. And I, I don't know why, but this might help Bennett. So then he goes to L.A. Uh, after that, Biden does. And uh, what's he going to do in L.A.? Let's see. Another campaign fundraiser with Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> All right. And you know the Hollywood crew will be out there writing the checks. It's insane. You're voting and giving money against your own interests and the interests of the nation. But people believe what they want to believe. They don't care. Um, and then he travels, Biden does, on Friday to Orange County, delivery marks on lowering costs for American families. Yeah, all right, sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes to Oregon, um, and he, this is a legitimate campaign stop for uh, gubernatorial candidate Tina Kotek, who's in trouble. A Republican may win the governorship of Oregon for the first time anybody can remember. I think it's Lewis and Clark. Uh, so Kotek's in trouble. And Biden is, uh, I think this, you know, because I said nobody wants him to campaign. Well, this is uh, one that does. That just came up, by the way. Okay, so in an interview on CNN uh, yesterday, uh, Tapper did get around to Hunter Biden. Go. Our reporting, CNN's reporting, and the Washington Post reporting suggests the prosecutors think they could, they have enough to charge your son, Hunter, uh, for tax crimes and a false statement about a gun purchase. Um, personally and politically, um, how do you react to that? Well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. This is a kid who got, uh, not a kid, he's a grown man. He got uh, hooked on, uh, uh, like many families have had happen, hooked on drugs. Uh, he's overcome that. He's established a new life. He is, um, uh, I'm confident that he is, what he says and does are consistent with what happens. What he says and does are consistent with what happens. What does that mean? If anybody knows what that means, because I don't know what it means. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town, please. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill Bill Once again, what he says and does are consistent with what happens. He's talking about Hunter Biden. I, I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Really? Tell me the truth. I'm and I'm sort of what? So if I were if my son. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here. 
inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Got addicted to narcotics and did all the terrible things that Hunter Biden did and then kicked the narcotics, I would say the same thing that President Biden said, that I'm proud of my son, okay, for overcoming a debilitating quality of life. I understand why Biden said it. I think that as a father, he did the right thing. But I don't think that Joe Biden understands what Hunter Biden did. And an excuse of addiction doesn't overcome criminal activity. You can't just walk in and say, oh, I was addicted to cocaine. So all the bad things that I did, uh, nah, I'm not, don't hold me responsible. That, that's what Biden's pretty much saying here. Hey, he, yeah, he was addicted. He overcame it. So nah, what are we worried about? Plenty to worry about. Now, if Tapper had been a decent interviewer, which he is not, gently, because you don't attack a father's son, he could have said, look, there are a lot of questions about your son's criminal activity, drugs or no drugs. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out there because when the Republicans win the House, which they will, there's going to be hearings on it, Hunter Biden, and China and Ukraine and Russia and the tens of millions of dollars that he derived. Those hearings are going to take place, just like the January 6th committee. You're going to have those hearings. And that's the kind of question you ask to President Biden. But I don't have any problem with Biden sticking up for his son. Fathers have to do that. They have to hope somehow that their son can be pulled out of whatever morass he is in. Okay? Now, fortunately, I have never had to deal with any of this. Um, and, but I know other fathers who have. And compassion is what is needed there. Okay, and one more on this, because I think this will resonate. You hear Pope Francis say all the time about migrants, and and we have to be compassionate toward them, and they're poor and they're desperate. What else is he supposed to say? That's what Pope Francis does. That's, That's his mandate, to help the poor and the downtrodden. So he's not concerned with no border wall. I mean, all he, he, his message is we got to help these people somehow. 
It's not a bad message. It's not a message that should be scorned. Yes, he doesn't or won't consider the damage of unfettered immigration the world over. The Pope does not do that. But he's not mandated to do it, just like a father isn't mandated to condemn his son, even though his son has done something wrong. You see what I'm trying to do here? Um, So I thought that was interesting. So a report from Politico, a website I do not trust, uh, that uh, the White House is going to downgrade President Biden's 80th birthday. It is on November 20th, if you want to get the present. And you can send him a a copy of Killing the Legends if you want. Um, He'll be 80 years old on November 20th. But the White House is not going to have a big party or anything like that because it reminds people that he's 80 years old and he's not really on top of his game, as we just saw. Okay, so that's the report. I don't know. What I do know is there's a new poll, Issues and Insights poll. 1,376 adults, they would not give us the methodology, which always makes me suspicious. Anyway, here's a question. Some people are concerned about President Biden's mental health. How concerned are you about Biden's mental health? Concerned 64%, not concerned 30%. That's a lot of people who are concerned. Total Democrat, 52% of Democrats concerned about Joe Biden's mental health. 86 Republican, you would expect that. 59 independent. I thought the independent number would be higher myself. Okay, so with all of this in play, um, Bad economy, painful inflation, working class people getting hosed, Biden um, befuddled, and he is. He can't even get a sentence out that makes any sense, okay? You would think landslide, 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 November 8th, Republicans win everything. Let's bring in Maxim Lott. He uh, is the executive producer for Stossel TV. That's John Stossel. And he's in London running around, uh, having fun over there, I guess. But anyway, the reason we got him on is that uh, he is a creator of MaximumTruth.Substack.com, which is a, a journalism site. Once again, MaximumTruth.Substack.com. And he studies how people are betting elections, which is legal in Great Britain, not here. It's legal in Great Britain. Okay, that's why we have you, Maxim. Okay, so let's run it down. Um, Give me Pennsylvania. So you got Oz against Fetterman. What are you seeing there on the betting side? Yeah, it's really interesting. That race has narrowed more than any other. So a month ago, the bettors were saying that Fetterman had a 75% chance of winning. Now it's down to a coin toss. He's 53%. Um, And that went down just today, actually, by 6% um, after he had this NBC interview where even the interviewer, who you would expect would be sympathetic, was like, seemed like he wasn't understanding what we were talking about without having his uh, closed captions. Yeah, he had to read it. He couldn't understand. And we're going to play that soundbite after you uh, leave us. But right now, you'd say it was a tie between Oz and Fetterman right now? Yeah, that's the closest state, and the control of the Senate could definitely depend on that. The Senate itself is also a coin toss. Like, the Republicans are strongly favored to take the House, 80%, but the Senate, 
coin toss, 55% Democrat right now. Yeah, real clear average has uh, Republicans gaining two houses in the Senate. Now, I was on Hannity today uh, doing an analysis of uh, the races, and I said, Mark Kelly will probably win in Arizona. What do you have on that? Yeah, uh, Mark Kelly is slightly favored, just 58%. um, And that's also down over the last month. In general, Republicans have been gaining in the last month. One interesting thing, by the way, is the polls show it not so close. So in uh, Arizona, Democrat is up by 4% in the averages. In Pennsylvania, up by 6%, um, according to 538's average. And the betters say the polls are likely to be wrong. They say it's a coin toss, despite these polls saying the Democrats are still up. Why should we trust betters, though? Yeah, the betters have a good track record, and it makes sense because they're putting their money where their mouth is. Like, they're actually thinking about this, not just spouting off. Okay, there was a poll today that was favorable to uh, Cortez Masto in Nevada, but I think that uh, Laxalt, the Republican, will win that Senate seat. The betters agree with you on that. Uh, 62% for Laxalt. That's, again, something that flipped in the last month where uh, before one month ago, Cortez Masto was up. And, you know, things, gas prices are ticking up again already. And you mentioned the inflation stuff earlier. The Dow is down 3,000 points in the last month. Republicans are hitting Democrats on crime. I think all these things are adding up and they've moved things from an edge for Democrats to a a complete coin toss. But did the betters take into account that we in America have a lot of zombie voters? They don't know anything. They just vote. They certainly do. (laughs) And, you know, that's why maybe it's a coin toss rather than. uh, To me, it's just I I can't imagine voting against your own self-interest. All right, let's go to Wisconsin. It looks to me like Johnson's pulled ahead there and we'll take it. Yep, the betters agree. He's up to 77 percent, even though the polls are saying he's ahead one point. Uh. The betters say it's a it's a shoe in. The Wisconsin polls in particular have a track record of being biased. In 2020, you might remember it was like double digits off in terms of yeah, in the Biden's. Trump uh, in the Trump race, right? No doubt about it. Well, most yeah. of the polls were off. Trafalgar was there, and uh, Rasmussen. That was about it. All the others were out. Vance in Ohio. Uh, how do you see that? Vance also doing well. 77 percent chance that he'll win. Um, and he seemed to have a good debate performance, according to the betters, especially um, in Arizona. Uh, the Republican uh, masters had a good debate performance as well. Yes, so I saw some of that. I agree with that. But I think uh, I think Kelly is personally popular and Gabby Giffords, his wife, mm-hmm. very popular. That means a lot. And, and Arizona is shifting into the blue category because of all the people coming in from California and all of that. Now, uh, Bud in North Carolina, I don't know why this is even close. Uh, Working class people, working class state, North Carolina, Bud should be really out there, but the polls say it's dead heat. Yeah, the betters say it's not such a dead heat. They say 78% for Bud. So, yeah, the one, the one, we've had a lot of kind of good news for Republicans and where it's shifting. The one darker spot is Georgia, where it's moved to. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a moment. Yeah, I'm saving that for last, best for last. And we do have a soundbite from uh, Herschel Walker that we're going to play uh, again after you leave. But but North Carolina, the better say that Bud is going to take it, right? Pretty safe, 78 percent. 
Now, do you have any stats about uh, how right the betters were in the past as opposed to the pollsters? Uh, we do. Um, on a, you know, uh, if you compare it to Nate Silver in 2020, Nate Silver said there was a 10% chance, just 10% that Trump would win. Um, and the betters had a 36%. Trump did not win, but it was a 70,000, just a 70,000 vote margin. Right. And I think it's clear the betters had a more realistic outlook than the poll, the people aggregating polls. Do you remember 16 when Trump won? Was there big, the, uh, the betters versus the polls? You know, the betters had it pretty, everyone got that one wrong. Almost everyone, everyone got, got that it wrong. wrong. The betters Except me. had it at 7%. But there were these people at Princeton, the Princeton Election Consortium looking at polls. They said 0.1% chance for Trump. The betters at least had a 7% <laughs> and adjusted. But I was right. I called it properly. All right. So Georgia, uh, everybody knows uh, Herschel Walker is being attacked personally. Now Warnick is being attacked personally as well. Uh, and I saw the polls that came out today, Atlanta Journal-Constitution and a few others, Emerson. It's, it's a dead heat there, according to the regular polls. I was, I was surprised. Yeah, the betters, thing, like you said, there's scandals on both sides, on, for Warnock and Walker. Um, and the betters seem to think it's going to hurt Walker more. Um, so they've moved it from a 50-50 to 63% for Warnock. Is that right? Okay. Uh, all right, Maxim. We really appreciate it. Have fun over in uh, the UK. And I hope you'll check in with us at the end of October, uh, maybe a week before the election, and uh, see if the sentiment has changed. Okay? Absolutely. We'd love that. Thanks for having really me. really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So uh, Walker, to his credit, goes on uh, the media and answers the questions. Go. Did you ever have a conversation with this woman at any time about an abortion? No. Did you ever, to your knowledge, give money to pay for the cost of an abortion? No. Is she lying? Yes, she's lying. Yeah, she's lying. Yes, she's lying. Okay, so my posture on it is uh, due process. Uh, Mr. Walker is innocent until proven guilty. Obviously said it's more than one time that he didn't do this. Um, I don't know any more than that. I don't know. Uh, I think this has hurt him, but I, I don't think the people in Georgia want to vote for Warnock, a progressive leftist, in the face of all the horror that we are experiencing. So that's an interesting, uh, you know, Walker is still in the game. I think that's uh, what I can tell you. All right. So the next story we have on the rundown is uh, Mr. Fetterman. Now, this is fascinating. So John Fetterman is 53 years old. He was the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. Um, he actually is still that. And he had a stroke. And he was debilitated. Now, he is a far left guy. I mean, way out there on the left. Okay, no moderate positions whatsoever. But he was running ahead of Dr. Mehmet Oz because Oz uh, is a Jersey resident. He, he moved to Pennsylvania seeing that, you know, he might be able to win this race. Now, as you just heard, the betters think Oz will win the race. Uh, and now Fetterman has gotten a lot of bad publicity because he gave an interview to an NBC reporter. And here's what she said about it. Go. 
we had a monitor set up so that he could read my questions because he still has lingering auditory processing issues as a result of the stroke, which means he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing. Now, once he reads the question, he's able to understand. You'll hear he also still has some uh, problems, some challenges with speech. All right, so a senator is a demanding job. I mean, just on a health basis alone, I wouldn't vote for Fetterman. I wouldn't vote for him anyway because he's a progressive uh, and very soft on crime. And Philadelphia is just being devastated by crime. So, you know, Oz, very good chance there. Very, very, I, again, you're voting for Fetterman. You're voting against your own self-interest. So one of the reasons that the uh, Democrats remain competitive in many, many situations because they have a ton of money. And we told you yesterday that uh, Steven Spielberg, the director, he came in with almost 100000 for Hochul, the governor here, running against um, the Republican challenger, who may win, Lee Zeldin. All right. Well, what is it, Spielberg? I mean, but that's pennies compared to Soros. You ready for this? So far in the 2022 midterms, Soros has opened his groups. All right have donated $129 million to Democrats, $129 million. Now, Soros, you know, you know who he is. I don't even have to. Now, uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, running for governor in Texas, he got a million from Soros. Just on that, you can't vote for Beto O'Rourke, right? Okay, let's go to uh, Putin. So uh, he is the most dangerous man on earth, Vladimir Putin because he is threatening to use nuclear weapons. It's as simple as that. So I do a weekly program you may have uh, heard about called Shock and Awe. It is done for a streaming service, our partner, VidGo, V as in Victor, I-D-G-O, vidgo.com. And every week I do uh, an interview um, program with the smartest, toughest, uh, most interesting people in the country. So think about it for a minute. If you were going to interview somebody on Vladimir Putin, who you knew was a straight shooter, by the way, you don't want to interview people who are going to give you BS. Who would you choose? I chose Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. On this week's episode of Shock and Awe. So Putin, uh, this is speculative, but it has to be discussed, uh, launches a low-level nuke in Ukraine to do some insane thing. NATO has to respond. What do you believe the response would be? Well, I, I know what, how we were thinking about this problem broadly. I, I can't say everything because they're, they're, they're part of the planning process between DOD and the intelligence community and, and the like. But suffice it to say, there are many non-nuclear responses, very capable responses. I would actually like to have seen the Biden administration use some of those tools to demonstrate we're willing to do it. These sanctions today, Bill, for example, uh, Moscow is still thriving. The, the, the Russian currency, the ruble is still doing just fine. Uh, that shouldn't be the case. We shouldn't have a worse economy in Europe than we do in Western Russia. But that's and largely because I, of China and India buying their uh, fuel. Uh, the Russian people certainly not in, in good shape. Can you give me one example of a, a response to uh, a nuke by Putin? Just one possible sure. response. 
think think cyber think think making things shut down inside of russia in a okay. way that it can't be publicly proven who actually did it but the whole world would know that this was a response to that okay so that interview goes on for a while and it's very uh, instructive and if you read my book killing the killers you know the weaponry the united states has in conjunction with nato okay and that we could cripple russia without nuclears weapons just in cyberspace like that now russia could come back and the world then would be in chaos to some extent but uh, the weapons that we have and putin has to know this could take russia off the grid and that would create an amazing amount of chaos because everything is now interconnected uh, with this technological age so uh, Pompeo was candid as always and uh, gave a, a really interesting um, dissertation on how to contain Putin. And again, you can see it on vidgo.com. You have to buy their service, of course, but you should check it out. It might save you money. You might like it. And as part of that service, you get moi, uh, shock and all once a week. Okay, let's go to uh, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania where the school district is canceling Halloween. Now, when I first saw the story, I said, oh, another woke thing, not woke. So for the last 50 years, the Lower Marion School District has been holding Halloween parades, not this year. The school district says, we fear violence because Philadelphia is so out of control in violence. So we're gonna have fall themed activities in the classrooms, no Halloween parade. There's something to that. These neighborhoods in, in South Philly and other places, New York City, Chicago, on and on, they're dangerous. Get those kids out in the street, bad things could happen, no doubt. California banning another uh, item. So this time, Senate Bill uh, 1046, signed by Newsom, the governor, will require grocery stores to phase out small bags typically found on produce and meat aisles in grocery stores. So you can't have those anymore. So this is what socialism is. The government tells you what you can and can't have. But you can't have the bag. It's bad. Can't do this. Can't do that. Can't do this. Can't do that. California. There you go. Uh, New Zealand is uh, proposing to tax farm animals that burp and urinate which would pretty much be every farm animal, right? So in New Zealand, there are 10 million cattle and 26 million sheep. I think there are 4 million people. So the government wants to tax when the animals burp and urinate. They haven't figured out how they're going to do it, <laughs> but they want to do it because burping and uh, the other thing is uh, a challenge to global warming. Smart life. Okay, so uh, I'm going to be on News Nation tonight at 8 and 11 Eastern Time with Chris Cuomo. He has a new show. All right, so I explained this to you last week. I don't believe in the cancel culture. I don't believe in any of that. Cuomo uh, asked me to come on. I'm coming on. So if you can tune in, I guarantee you it will not be boring. All right, we'll use some clips tomorrow, but you're going to want to see this, the whole thing. So News Nation, uh, you know, it's on your cable band, probably. 
And uh, I will be on tonight with Chris Cuomo. This day in history, October 12, 1871, President U.S. Grant orders the Ku Klux Klan to disperse in South Carolina. The Klan uh, just wreaking havoc. Federal troops went down, broke the Klan in a year. A year it took. Uh, destroyed it. And uh, habeas corpus was suspended. Grant suspended habeas corpus, uh, sent the military down, and they just devastated the Klan. Now, you very rarely hear this because it goes up against white privilege and uh, America is a racist society, but that's what Grant did. And that happened 151 years ago today. All right, quick break. We got a good mail segment and a final thought about where I was last night. Pretty interesting thought, I think. And we'll be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go to the mail. Deborah Rory, Edwardsburg, a Michigan... If the Republicans are able to take back either the House or Senate, uh, what could they realistically change uh, with the Democrats still holding the presidency? Um, They could block any new spending bills. That's the big thing. So one of the reasons, Deborah, we're paying more money for everything is that uh, Biden okayed $2 trillion in new spending, which was not okayed, much of it, by the uh, Congress. He just executive ordered it. And that $2 trillion in less than two years... Just boom, that uh, coupled with the attack on the American energy industry, that's why we have inflation. So it's a blocking mechanism. Marie Halfacre of Florissant, Missouri. Enjoy the no-spin news. I know you read a lot, O'Reilly. Are you a real physical book person or an e-book? I write the book. I'm not big on the computers. I don't want that taken over my life. Uh, Margaret Asphalopoulos, St. Louis. I have a friend who lives in New Jersey. She's distraught regarding her two elementary school children and the gender curriculum being forced on them. Governor of New Jersey Murphy has stated that any school district not adopting this curriculum will be eliminated from funding. Look, this is why I tell everybody, send your kids to private school, Catholic school, whatever it may be, and, and avoid it. I know it's a hardship financially, but it's worth it. Right? Get out of the public schools in the liberal states. Jay Batista, Newington, Connecticut, why is Vice President Harris, why is it that Vice President Harris can make time for Seth Meyers but not visit the border because she doesn't want to visit the border? It's an embarrassment. 
So I'd much rather sit in New York City in a little comfy chair with uh, Mr. Myers. A Jen K, no town. Jennifer, come on, name and town, just saw on the internet that the D.C. City Council voted to allow illegal migrants to vote. Is the story true? Yes, but it's unconstitutional. Every jurisdiction that does it, the federal judges come in and say no. That's what will happen here. This is virtue signaling. Doug, concierge member, if you are in Illinois, you will pay $4.19 a gallon of gas. That is a little less than dollar increase since the Saudis announced they were cutting distribution. And $2 more than it was under Trump. That's really all I need to know when I vote. Sure, because you're voting self-interest. You don't want to pay more money for everything. But then the question is, why, uh, why isn't everybody like Doug? Robert Egan, Old Wick, New Jersey, the president's schedule does include cabinet meetings, right? Yes. He meets with people in the Oval Office, and that's not on his official schedule. Okay, we'd like you to uh, check out Killing the Legends. Uh, did very well in the second week out, held uh, firm, and uh, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. It is a good book. You will like this book. A lot of political people have not come in for the book, but... I think you will learn a lot about American history if you do. You know, it, it's on a par with all the other. Uh, this is the 12 killing book. So Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrities out there. Peruse it. You know, we have excerpts on uh, BillOReilly.com. And then we got all kinds of, uh, we're gearing up to Christmas. We're going to have a lot of Christmas stuff. Again, if you become a premium or concierge member, you're going to get big discounts and you get a free book. Word of the day, do not be jejune. I love this word. One of my favorites. J-E-J-U-N-E. Do not be jejune. Back with the final thought in a moment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. So last night I was at Yankee Stadium for the game with Cleveland. And uh, I don't like Cleveland because they dropped the name Indians. All right. I, there was no reason to do that. But because they were politically correct in Cleveland, they did it. They're now the Cleveland Guardians. Who exactly are you guarding with your bats and balls and mitts? I don't know. I'm confused. So I root against Cleveland and rooted for the Yankees. Beautiful night at the stadium. Throw that picture up I gave you. Beautiful night. There's this moon. Okay. Place was rocking. Yankees won. All right. And uh, it was a great time. Always is a great time. Now, this is why 
I live in New York because in New York, we have these traditions. Yankee Stadium goes all the way back to 1920s in Babe Ruth, the house that Ruth built. And I just love that tradition, that history and everything like that. What I don't love is the uh, chaos that comes along with the tradition. Now, here it is. I had to walk a quarter mile, which I needed the exercise, so it was okay with me. I could not get into Yankee Stadium. Every road was blocked. And I left the house two hours before game time. I lived 20 miles away. So I said uh, to the driver, you can't just drive yourself. Uh, I guess you could, but then you'd have to leave a day ahead of time. Uh, Look, we're not going to get in there. So drop me off here. And I know the Bronx neighborhood, the Grand Concourse, so I was able to kind of walk up. It's safe ranking stadium. I mean, it's like the legion of cops, so you don't have to worry. But I had to actually walk because I could not get into the stadium by a vehicle. It's just unbelievable. Its traffic was backed up to Maryland. They can't get that flow, and they don't care. They don't care. They want everybody to take the subway, the politicians, but the subway, you can get stabbed at any time, <laughs> right? So, all right, I'm not afraid, but I'd, I'll bring self-protection, but it's not like the subway is nirvana, all right? You can get stabbed. Subway violence, the highest level in, I think, since 1980 here in New York City. Of course, nobody doing anything about it because they don't care. Ah, violence, people dead, all right, that's it, yeah. Right. Anyway. Rooting for the Yankees over the Guardians. Rooting for the Yankees to get the, to the World Series. All right. Uh, National League, uh, the Pods beat the Mets, but I like the Padres. I like them. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. See you tomorrow.